0: Podcast, everybody. Listen, Thanks for joining us, what are you doing? You're on a run, you might be snowboarding, you might be cooking for the kids, or, or you might have just put your headphones on at home, just escaping from a very annoying person. But whatever you're doing, thanks for joining us, and thanks for keeping us company. My guest today needs no introduction at all. Actually, I take that back, we're on a podcast, uh, so that's not really going to work, is it? Actually, they do need an introduction, but they don't need much of an introduction. There are certain people that their first name alone, and you immediately know who we're talking about. In the UK, for example, if I was to say Jamie, you would immediately say Oliver. If I said Nigella, you would immediately say Lawson. If I said Oggy, 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 you'd say Oi, Oi, Oi. It's no relevance at all, that last one, but still, I'm going to say a word now, and you will immediately know who I'm talking about lorraine yes indeed i am joined as my guest today i can't believe it either the second most famous lorraine in the country after quiche it's lorraine kelly <laughs> hello lorraine <laughs> kelly joy is, joy is joining us i put your second billing to Keish. a bit harsh no it's fine but there you go as i do with all my podcasts i don't really research until literally just before we're recording I have learned so much about you in the last 10 minutes before you've popped oh, in dear. here. Well, no, no, I'm sure we're going to listen. I tell you what, I'm sure we're going to learn a lot more. Those of you just tuning in for the first time and you think, oh, it's, you know, it's a Jason Vale podcast. You think it's about juicing. It's about health. This is called getting the juice. This is, a, this is also about getting a little bit of gossip. And there's no question, Lorraine Kelly, been on our televisions. For a long, 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 long time. I think I've been watching you for over 20 years. You've interviewed just about everybody. And, and on that front, before we get into the, the, the health front, I want to talk about interviews. I, I feel a little intimidated. Oh, don't be No, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. <laughs> I am attempting, and it will be attempting, to interview... The interview queen of daytime television in the United Kingdom. I honestly feel like I'm on a football pitch with David Beckham. Oh, God. So, so, so that's what I feel like. So I, I'm happy to kick a ball about. <laughs> But I'm also happy, so if you if, if you're listen you think, oh, it's Lorraine, oh, I'll definitely listen to that podcast, because actually, I really love Lorraine Kelly, and actually, it'd be a good interview. If it is, it's down to Lorraine. Uh, it's not, incredible. it's not down to, for those that don't know, we're recording this at Juicy Oasis, my second home, we're in the heart of Portugal, literally, you can Beautiful. take a map of Portugal, Beautiful. and you put it in the middle, it's your first time here, Gorgeous. Um, I was going to say, what were your first impressions, for most people, it's Tommy Cooper, because it's easy to do, <laughs> but I meant, but I mean, what were your, your first impressions of this place?
1: I think, stepping in here, the stress oozes out of your body it really does and the people are a delight I mean all your staff are a delight but all the girls and the boys that I've met you know it's great because you talk to lots of different people and they've all got interesting stories and they've all got interesting you know reasons for being here and it's just yeah it's stress-free
0: so listen I want to get a little bit of gossip you've interviewed just about everybody yeah um controversial first question I guess but let's be as honest as we can here Eamon Holmes right yes he categorically says the worst interview he's ever done was with david blaine
1: oh i remember that
0: well listen if you haven't seen it if you're listening to oh this and you haven't seen it go and get it after you listen it's on youtube it is and he draws <laughs> a, a, an eye on the palm of his hand not aiming it was david no not even <laughs> that's a very good point that would be that would be a little bit weird wouldn't it it was david blaine that did it and he said nothing he, he didn't and say anything nightmare to interview somebody that doesn't say anything would be well already you've said more than david blaine has said in the entire interview so who would be your who was the one that you thought oh that was that was hard work like really it's probably been more than one but there
1: has been more than one it's difficult when it's somebody that you really like or you really admire their work and you think oh that's this is going to be great i was so excited about interviewing harrison ford because i love blade runner blade runner is one of my favorite films i'm a real kind of geek um and he was really awful. And it, it wasn't, I mean, it was difficult. It was clearly, you know what it's like. They make a movie. He wasn't particularly keen on the movie, I don't, I don't think. But he was just bored. Now I get that. He's probably done a hundred interviews going asked the same questions over and over again. But, you know, when you bounce into the room, you say, hi, you know, it's lovely to meet you. I love your movies. Uh, Blade Runner, fantastic. And you get nothing. Nothing. Just and a shrug of the shoulders. And that's fine. That's okay. So I thought, oh, right, right, this is going to be quite hard work. And the first thing I said to him was, in this movie, you do all of your own stunts. You know, you you didn't have anyone else doing that. No, I didn't. And then you go, oh, oh, ouch. I, just, <laughs> I said, no, but it says it. You know, the actual, the, the information that your film company have given me, that that's what they said. I don't do stunts. I do physical acting.
0: Oh, you already I, know. You know at that no, point, don't you? You yeah, do. It's you not know going to go point.
1: well. It's not going to go well. And it was just grumpy, and I get that. But, on the other hand, if you go and interview someone like Hugh Jackman or somebody like Tom Hanks, who... Again, we've been asked the same questions over and over again in every corner of the globe. They're a delight because it's part of their job. So they say, because I said afterwards, particularly to Hugh Jackman, I said... Thank you. You made that so easy yeah. for everyone and everyone's having a great time and he's like, well, I've got to do this, so it might as well be fun.
0: Yeah, even it if you're sitting... Because I think sometimes they don't real. I mean, someone like Harrison Ford, who would have been paid an enormous amount oh. of money to make Thank the film? You. Yes. And part of that, the deal is very clear that you do junkets. Yeah. And yes, you're saying the same things and often it's the same questions that are sure. being asked, but the amount of money that you've just been paid, <laughs> surely you're still smiling, whatever no, the question they? is.
1: They're sitting in like... They've overtaken the whole floor of the poshest hotel in London. They're sitting there with all this... Beautiful designer clothes. Somebody's fixed their hair.
0: They don't have to do anything. What they've done is sit and down. just
1: be a wee bit entertaining. You know,
0: some of them, I'm sure... are like, ha-
1: not even that, just being civil, you know.
0: Like Harrison Ford, is thinking, oh, you know, if I had a dollar for every time I was asked that question, well, you had about a $100,000 for every time. You I'll know. tell
1: you who was the worst, though. Kevin Spacey was the worst. And really? it was very much so. He was really horrible and he was horrible to everyone not just to me he was i couldn't pinpoint you exactly what he didn't he didn't sort of say anything offensive it was just his manner you know the way you would say to someone oh could i have a cup of tea please yeah coffee like that, just oh, that's he's just... Some wee lassie that's, and how dare he treat someone like that? Have dare he treat anybody like that? That was just before all of the allegations have come out, which of course he's denied. But it was just very interesting because nobody cried when that happened.
0: No, they didn't, did they? Yeah, some of the worst you've done. Yeah, who's that? You mentioned Hugh Jackman has been one. Oh, of the Oh, it's an angel that floated an angel. down oh.
1: from heaven. Buzz Aldrin, the second man in the movie Yes. Oh my goodness me, I couldn't believe it. it's the worst interview I've ever done because I was just fangirling I was just going, oh my gosh, you're Buzz Aldrin, and you've been on the moon. <laughs> It's just nonsense is coming out of my, and I knew but he was so lovely and so and he had a t-shirt on saying we've got to get to Mars
0: which is one of the things that I'm very passionate about
1: and it was just amazing to talk to somebody who's actually been
0: on the moon did you want to what say do to do you know if I was to interview Buzz I would say to him like there's there's a, there's a few of you on on the moon right so if I said to you now or even the listeners listening now I said who's the third man on the moon you haven't got a clue right right we know one or two right because mm. you know, that, that's it I mean if I was on that ship thing <laughs> I think they call it a spacecraft <laughs> whatever it is Apollo whatever it was <laughs> I, I'm as thick as a whale <laughs> omelet right okay so Apollo 11 so and you land and imagine but I just imagine conversations so all of a sudden you got Neil right so Neil goes listen I'll tell you what I'll do I'll, I'll just pop out <laughs> <laughs> I'll pop out and I'll see what's down there Buzz, Buzz I go no you're not. not
1: are you crazy dude and then poor Michael Collins didn't even get on the moon he just had to go round and round and wait for them
0: no that, I know who
1: Michael Collins. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Who? I mean, no, who's, who's he, the orbit guy? <laughs> he was the person that, well, he was the one that, I mean, if he hadn't been there, they wouldn't have
0: got back out. So. Yeah, but no one knows him. I know. I know. They wouldn't have got back out and yeah, no one knows him. no know. so So was Buzz a little bit like Neil got all the limelight, didn't he? <laughs> I don't think they were friends. No. <laughs> I
1: don't think they were exactly and buddies, but Buzz was the, Buzz was the kind of, The real kind of, I suppose, all-American hero, if you like. Neil was very, very quiet. There's that movie First First Man, which is a really, really good film to watch. And he's very, he he was very sort of buttoned up. And he wasn't really that flamboyant, but
0: it was the showman. He should have been the first man on the moon, then. Maybe, I know. He might have said something more (laughs) poignant. (laughs) but Neil did all right. He was, he was quite famous on that. Um, (laughs) Just a bit. (laughs) Yeah. I I was surprised that this is one of the things I've got the sheet here um, that I was reading, but on that was things like, I didn't know how close to your heart
1: space Travel was from from a kid from I was five. My dad bought my first telescope when I was five years old, and I watched the moon landings with him when I was ten. And it was just yeah, it's just something I've always been interested in, and I'm I'm a real sci-fi geek as well, like really geeky. Like I
0: go on websites and things and chat rooms. Uh Aha. Do you do really you do all that? Do they know it's you? Incognito.
1: No, they mustn't. Well, the
0: fact you type in your name's Lorraine. (laughs) But when you were young and watching, it was real.
1: It was fantastic, and and Mr. Spock is my hero, and I. Actually, Mr. Spock, I would marry. He was my first crush. I adore Mr. Spock. Absolutely. Would you interview him? Well, I was lucky enough to interview the man who played Mr. Spock. That was incredible to interview him. That was absolutely. I've not, I've not interviewed the Shatner. I've not no. interviewed him. I'd love to. He's. Com- Completely hilarious. Is he
0: on? Is he on your list? Have you got a list? the Big yeah, oh, right. Look, yeah, I've got yeah, a hit because I know that. Yeah. It, is am I right in, in saying that David Bowie was on your number one list? And totally. It, to, I, and you just never. Because no, you're a huge fan. Oh, right? but yeah. Again, from a kid, you know, from yeah. Space Oddity, that just Of course, up. space. That space. In the, <laughs> oh, you got to just <laughs> put space in the title. <laughs> oh, he
1: was, oh gosh, he was a genius, wasn't he? He was a genius, and and in a way, maybe it's best that I didn't ever meet him because he was my absolute hero. So perhaps it was
0: well, Ricky. Dice says he did meet with one of Ricky Gervais's Gosh, heroes of course he was and, and he was in extras and wow. and it didn't burst any bubble at all he I he, bet he, didn't. he was I know. according to Ricky anyway he was he was he was as genius very sad loss at, at the time yeah, well, really well. him aside who's on your hit list who
1: would you um I'd love to interview Michelle Obama
0: I've not had really? a chance
1: to do that I'd really love to interview her. I would love to interview the queen of course you can't you oh you can. is it you can't do no, it. Of course well. you No, what you do is she doesn't give interviews for God's sake. She doesn't do it. But wouldn't it be great to actually sit and interview the Queen properly yes. and say, hey, what did you really think about this and that and whatever and what tells about Diana and tells about that and what really happened? Oh, wouldn't it be amazing? Oh my God. It
0: be the best. She wouldn't be able to answer anything. <laughs> would she yeah, be it no comment all the way through i know
1: <gasps> she spent her whole life saying no co- i mean she's that's you know she's never said anything about it and the
0: very second she does though it all it's goes a yeah. it all goes a little bit of a hoo-ha <laughs> so i was reading about, about where this where your show started lorraine you've been presenting for god knows how many years 35 but, years but you kicked off <laughs> bbc scotland as a researcher yeah. it says here it says joint itv's TVAM. yeah I remember that and Diamond yes I did a rolling drag I did a fitness DVD with our Diamond not. I'm not even joking oh my gosh I've got to dig that out but no don't please if you listen <laughs> please nobody dig Everybody that out nobody dig it out no do not dig it out it was done in a wet in fact I've got a story behind that but I feel like I can't say it <laughs> I, d- I actually, I don't think I can. Yeah, that I can't. must have been one of the first ones. Then you It did. was. I did one. I did one with Katie Price after the birth of her second child. We did juicing for about three months. I've actually lived in a house. I lived around the corner for about three months. I can't believe after yeah. seeing the diamond one, they wanted me to do another one. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> but, 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 but you've done a couple. You've mean, done a, I've did,
1: read it that this yeah, morning yeah, as well. I did one with Max with Maxine Jones, who's
0: Max. I like Maxine Jones, by she's the way. Fantastic. She. Uh, by the way, she's fantastic. Without you two saying anything you two have got an edge
1: yeah she is very naughty
0: you two are very, very I, naughty if you two went away <laughs> incognito somewhere yes i think you two trouble would, do, would
1: happen trouble would happen trouble you, follows her around. i think
0: you two would do Vegas she's, very she's, well oh god
1: <laughs> i don't know that that would be a good thing I'm not, i think <laughs> be the end of my career that's for sure but it's great she was just um the nearest class i looked up in a wee app nearest fitness class i need to do something and there she was church hall a fiver But we basically did it, Jason, because people were saying, oh, you look really well. You're, you're enjoying yourself. You're having fun. We've seen all these sweaty selfies, you know, me looking dishevelled. Um, but the, the class is just in London. We live in Aberdeen or we live in whatever. So we can't. So basically all we did was put on DVD a class. That's all we did. Just real, just kept it real. You know, we're all there, all sweaty and hot and bothered. No, Getting it what, wrong what, a
0: bit, you know. But people do say, look, well, Look, we're here at Juicy Oasis. We're juicing for a week. Um, do you know,
1: I'm amazed I don't feel hungry. No. I thought I would be eating the yeah. snibs off the windows. I thought I would be, I'd be, I'd be
0: eating the soap.
1: Here's the in the conditioner
0: no i don't feel hungry do you know why that? most people are overfed and undernourished your body will do anything it can to access genuine nutrition and so when you have something that is void in some area of all of the nutrients the human body requires it will continue to send a message to the brain to say i haven't actually been fed so it creates almost an additional hunger so actually less ironically is more something like a really well put together Um, blend, freshly extracted juice, a little bit of avocado. You've got the the fats in there to help regulate the appetite and everything else. They've now started to squash these deodorants. So they're now half the size. Yes. Um, and it's a bit like that with food. It's
1: a good analogy. So,
0: so when you see something like a a white bread in particular, because that's a good analogy for most people, because it's empty in many areas, Mm. doesn't mean there's zero nutrition in it. Mm. I mean, there's nutrition in everything. I'm a strong believer in that when people say there's, um, there's no such thing as bad food, they get on their high horse. And I agree with that in developing countries. You know, then a the Mars bar is fantastic. Any food is genuinely <laughs> brilliant, and it really is. But when you have a choice, there is such a divide between mm. good and bad food, and, and sometimes we're victims of it. When you said to me, you're 60 this year, and I and I don't do false flattery. <laughs> I mean, you look unbestupid leavable And I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit where you are. You sit up here... <laughs> Because I think people should just follow what you're doing. What are you doing?
1: Oh, no, I, I just, it, it's the thing that I said to you. I just need a restart. I'm just feeling a bit, like, like we all get a little bit like that. Just a bit tired. You know, Christmas is great, yeah. but we overindulge and we, and especially women half kill themselves, you know, trying to make everything perfect, yeah. which of course nothing ever is perfect. So it's perfect to be boring. <laughs> but so I just, yeah, it's just that thing of you just, you know, I don't want to go down that slippery slope. I just want to maintain what I've got. And as you know, losing weight is, just part of the story and losing weight is hard, but keeping weight off and keeping healthy is hard. Yeah. It's, it's hard. And it's, and it should be hard, you know, but you can just, what, what I think has happened this week is just that we switch has clicked. Yeah. Where I'm back, where I'm like, not saying I will not have that biscuit, just saying I don't want that biscuit. Actually, yeah. you can just yeah. keep it. I don't want it. And before, you know, rather than having to go through the fridge and take all the chocolate out because you're going to eat it, keep it there. Keep it there. Don't let it be your enemy. And do you know what? If you actually did want a wee bit of it, it's fine. But do you really? And that Just is asking the, yourself and, these questions. And that is, a, and
0: that, is the, that is the ultimate non dieting mindset. As I've said for years, oh, di- I hate diets. I hate
1: them, Jason. Well, well,
0: dieting is a mentality. You <laughs> see, and this is the thing it. that people don't understand. So when people come here, because there'll be some people, that, of course, with the unsocial media. They call it social media, but <laughs> I but, guess, but, but, media. But, but, but the unsocial media. <laughs> um, the, the no doubt somebody's going to hear that you've been juicing for a week you mm-hmm. can only imagine some of the uneducated backlash that the headline readers i call them they won't understand in the same way the analogy i always give is if you put your car in for a service nobody trolls you to say what are you doing are you an idiot i you know <laughs> mean it would be in fact that would be the stupidest thing that i've ever heard if they did that if they also said well you can't you can't leave your car in there it's not sustainable i've got mm-hmm. no intention of leaving my car in the garage but it's going to drive better if i put it in for a service Indeed and if people understood that that's what people do when they come here so i'm not into juicerianism juxterexia or (laughs) whatever these stupid terms are people say you know well it's not normal to live on juice for a week and i say yeah but it's not normal to live on pringles either so so we're finding the balance and by the time you leave here do you because a lot of people think oh it's only about the juice it's white knuckle riding by the time you leave here do you think actually the last thing you'll even remember is the juice
1: i think that's I think it's a big part of it yeah. in, in that sense when you're here. But actually, what I'll take away is things like, you know, just being a bit more mindful about what you're eating, be a bit more mindful about the exercise you're doing and actually listen to people and be kinder. Yeah, I think well, I you want
0: I don't know if you can you know? be kinder than <laughs> you already are. We, me and Alex were talking just before you came in and Alex said, get controversial. Why is she so nice to everybody? <laughs> uh, because she is nice. I mean, that's you the know, thing. Well,
1: the thing is, they're coming onto my show. It's like they're yeah. coming into my house. and even if it's somebody like Anne Whitcomb, she's in my house so I'm not going to be horrible to her am I but at the same time you can ask questions you can ask difficult questions but you can ask them in a nice way or you can ask difficult questions
0: anybody you've wanted to punch though (laughs) You just the opposite. I mean, before they came on, you went. I just want to punch you.
1: Well, to be honest, I would have anybody on. I would have anybody on apart from Katie Hopkins. Um, oh, well, that's good.
0: I've got some hope. Then I might get on our show. <laughs> no, you might let going. show. Next time you're in the UK, you're next possible. time in the UK, I'll far on I'll far on Sorted. There you go. Pitching Sorted. myself on, on the podcast. Sorted. How very rude I've been. To say <laughs> not at all. Did you juice before you came here? No, all I've no, done, I didn't done think done so. Done
1: no, like that. I mean, obviously, I've got one of those readability things, and I do. Yeah, I've got one of these me blendedy things, and sometimes. We, we have that in the morning at the weekends you know just throw some fruit in there or something but, which is fine and we do you know my husband and I do try to eat healthily the only thing about him is he's a brilliant cook but the trouble is giant portions so I will sometimes look at him and think he is cooking for a family of six (laughs) (laughs) it's only me and him and it's so fantastic that I actually eat all so that's it's that uh, you know that's the message I'm going to take to him as well is just not such big portions of this amazing grub and it's good food I mean it's all cooked fresh it's fresh you know curries from scratch and all of that it's all really good but it's
0: also it's it's the volume of food that we eat but also the, also the mindset like you said you need to be in a position if you're going to move away from a diet mentality then You should have stuff in the cupboard. should have this, yeah. yeah. I went for six years of being completely... I mean, like, I was a... I, I was wheat-free, dairy-free, sugar-free, gluten-free, friends-free. I was I, perso- no. I was personality-free. Yes. And, and this is the challenge. But I think I had to go through that, given where I was. I was in such a bad place. And and now I consider myself to be normal. And uh, I didn't even have tea or coffee in my house because I would think, no, if you want to poison yourself, do it yourself. I mean, I was so – I mean, God, no wonder I had no friends. Um, You know, like, why would you invite me to a barbecue? No, I wouldn't do it. But to be able to look at somebody eating junk but have no desire for it yes. – that 's the Holy Grail, yeah because that 's what we were looking to do is reset, and, mm. and what we find is at the end of a week like this is that at the end of it, you are hungry you 'll find mm. this out, but you 're going to want salads you 're going to want lean yeah, proteins you 're going to want food this food
1: rather than rubbish,
0: uh, yeah, decent food rather than rubbish oh. because because you do a lot of stuff on the on your show, January's and everything else, yeah. do you get a say in that, or is it sometimes the producers or whatever come say right we 're having This person for a six week challenge, or
1: not really. I mean, it is a democracy. I mean, if I I was absolutely against something, or there was somebody that I didn't want to have on the show, like Katie Hopkins, for example, I would not have on my show because you just wouldn't, would you? And then, but then, (laughs) well, you wouldn't, Claire, but then everybody
0: (laughs) (laughs) would agree. So, everybody again, but... but
1: you know, we so we don't, we it is a democracy, but they wouldn't, we wouldn't do anything that I wasn't behind or that I didn't feel that was, you know, that was right. I mean, for example, we've been talking a lot about the menopause. And interestingly, talking to a lot of the girls on the walk today, um, a lot of the girls were going through that. And it was great to be able to now have a conversation about that because that was taboo before, you know. And that's where I think sometimes daytime telly can do an awful lot of good by talking about things like that. When I started, you mentioned TVAM. When I started at TVAM, you couldn't even say the word cancer. It was you called. Didn't say it. No, it was called The Big C. Nobody did anything on cancer. Okay. It was never talked about. And then I remember a very brave woman called Marty Kane, who was a lovely entertainer, yeah, a no, amazing you girl. Oh, yeah, Lovely do. girl. And she came on to talk about, sadly died of cancer, but so brave, and came on to talk about her experience. And that was the first time that had ever happened, and it was on daytime telly. Wow. So it kind of you know it's trailblazing in a way we can talk you know and people might say oh there's someone you know we're doing a a, a young man from uh, Love Island was checking his gender you know checking his yeah. bits to, and and it turns out he saved lives you know we have that's we, just I politics. mean it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but daytime in general um, and we've had women on you know and Dr Hillary showing
0: you how to check your braids and how to check everything
1: and it does save lives and that's amazing
0: yeah. that well it's doing the, it's doing the same yeah, now dinner. with uh, it's doing the same now with mental health isn't it it's the, 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 very much very much so very much
1: so and mental health. the only thing i would say is i think it's all right to be anxious because i think that's part of the human condition is to be anxious and to be you know worried and things like that not but it's when it lasts a long time i mean it's impacting on your life negatively that's when you need
0: to do something else. yeah see and i agree with that and it's and it's quite to be anxious about it's beyond all right i i have no, a very clear right. position on this but when somebody says they talk about their physical health nine times out of ten the minute they mention the words physical health they think something is positive the very second you mention mental health why is the assumption immediately that we have negative mental health i don't understand that concept i also don't understand that i'm as we speak actually i've torn my calf muscle yeah i know for certain that calf muscle will heal and that's a physical um is it possible by that same rationale that sometimes we can get a bump mentally that's Mm -hmm. all it is is a bump and i sometimes think the danger is if we feed it too much if we become a victim of it too much I'm not on the, on the same wavelength as, as your friend Piers Morgan, but I do think that actually it can be a self-fulfilling prophecy. And, you know, I, I think back when I was 30, I had everything taken away from me and I went into what I could only describe as depression. Big difference between not feeling well and depression oh absolutely and it seems weird i've had suicidal thoughts and actually when you reach 50 60 or whatever i know very few few humans at some point if they haven't had some challenges along the way mm. that haven't at some point i just you know, feel
1: so, yeah i just felt horrible i think the great thing now is though that we're actually talking about it because before you just didn't i mean you mentioned peers and peers attitude is man up Mm. he's got better now i think that he's actually
0: talking yeah, but, see, about but it, i don't mind i know it's controversial but i don't mind those those types of terminology but if
1: you're in that situation and somebody tells you to do that it's the worst oh it's the thing. worst if it's you're
0: the there worst thing that you... you don't need that you no don't you don't need it's that. the last You thing need you
1: people need. just to see it's almost like giving them a. it's just like giving them a cuddle it's just it's this thing of now everybody's on their phones and they're not talking to one another no. and you know people now you, you know they're, they're we're told be more open talk about things well, yeah yeah that's great but just pick Take your head up from your phone.
0: There's a great video on YouTube called Look Up. I I know, know if you've seen it Look Up and 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 and,
1: Oh it breaks your heart. You know, people have got to talk and people have got to be more open and more sympathetic to Everybody who's going through a crap time, no matter how bad or good it is, because for them, at that point in their Correct. lives, it's awful. Correct. So you have to be there
0: to give them a crap and, and, and and, and and, and listen, I think Just and give them an ear. Just know. give them an ear, give them a listen, yeah. instead of just saying, well, there's, there's people in other parts of the world that have it worse. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help because it's an indi- Because it's no. your individual crap that you're help. going through. Exactly. And actually, talking of mental health as well, look, everything that you put into your body affects head office. Head office is mental health. That's where it is. Yeah, so cool. it means that, that every all, all forms of nutrition pass through... The big guy, the head, the, the head honcho. So therefore, isn't it possible if somebody's pickled physically, because sometimes you can't, if you're, if you're, if you're having something that's lacking nutrients physically and you're feeling it physically, there's no question it affects your oh, mental absolutely. health. But th- it's, it it's a knock on effect to not address diet and exercise as almost one of the first yep. I know it's a vicious circle people say exercise the quickest thing to get out of a mental well you but can't, so be... Many people well, you can't be bothered to exercise but you can't... No, that's so true. you've got to get them out first but So
1: people the... use that people use exercise to really really help them you know Trisha that used to have our, our, our programme I was on her show three times
0: she... not in the bad way as the expert <laughs> I was years ago years and years ago
1: <laughs> yeah. but she she suffered a lot and she used exercise and it saved her life yeah
0: exercise really can. Did. if you get into it if you can get past the first three yeah. days if you do it consistently for three days and you get past it and you do and you, then great it becomes thing. a thing
1: it's a great thing and it gives you a name and it gives you a goal and you just I mean she said it, yeah absolutely safe. but
0: if you're lacking potassium Iodine. if you're lacking protein, it's going to affect the way you think. And there's no, we can see it clearly with alcohol. We know that when somebody's been on the binge the night before, that actually if you ask them to almost do anything the following day, it, yeah. they can't yeah. do it the same way that they did. So is it possible that most people are walking through life with a food hangover? And my argument is that they are.
1: Do you know that? I hadn't even thought about that, a food hangover. Yeah. But actually you're right, because you all know if you've, st- how, do, how do we feel at Christmas time? that's, that's a food hangover. hangover. <laughs> well, it is. Well, it's drink I mean, as well. It's, but... it's, it's, yeah, we yeah, are, it's true. But, um, but that is, you're right. Right, I've never you, thought about having a food thing.
0: No, over. I wrote about it in my very first book, and, if, and I've yeah. mentioned it since today. Actually,
1: no, but it's an amazing but, thing. That's an extraordinary th-
0: even concept. So, you, because when you're sense. when you're on this, I've never not you, you. You'll be on freshly extracted juice, or, or you know, nice salads or whatever the case is yeah. and you're eating fairly well, you feel sharper the next day. There's no question. Absolutely. Absolutely. There might be some people listening going, not always, no. well, not always anything because there's going to be, <laughs> but the vast majority of time, you're oh, I feel, feel better. A, a little I bit feel, sharper. I feel better already. But you also, I, I, when I was reading your stuff this morning as well, I didn't realise how many books you'd written how many dvds you'd done and in particular how many books you'd done on the subject of health in particular for kids
1: yeah which i didn't well that was because but, but i that's because i didn't know anything when i had my baby girl who's now 24 but i didn't know anything at all and it was it was i was finding out and i was making mistakes and i just thought and also like everybody else that has a baby you just think you've got this beautiful pure little thing that you can't shove it full of Horrible stuff You know, you really can't You just can't I mean, you've got to make sure It's absolutely Well, you
0: say you can't And you know what it, But then it, it, people do, it, be do And they I mean, do No, but they I mean, don't do Don't be wrong She's had, you know She had fish fingers And, no, and all that No, but I understand But they do But party. sometimes you see I mean, my As we're recording this At the moment My son uh, JJ is 10 months old. He's literally just turned 10 months old. So we, we, we're going through the, the kind of weaning and baby yeah. led weaning now, which is all fashionable, but we like it. We like just cutting a banana up and, and he picks it up and mm. it has been doing for the last couple of months and he kind of feeds himself and has done almost from the start. But there's all, all, all different schools of thought. But I think we can all collectively agree. Don't give your kid a Pringle. Right. <laughs> and I think, and it's frightening to see. I I've once seen a young mother. I mean, I'm talking about a kid below one having Coca Cola. I mean, uh-huh. I'm not. But well, but that's the thing, and that's the reaction. Child abuse says it's awful. It is a form of, and I and I think it's also there is a form of lack of education too. And I and I don't believe in my heart, in my heart of hearts, that 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 person that I saw, that mother that I saw, the natural thing is to protect your child. Yeah, and, and, and she probably didn't. And know what she and I, she was doing. Yeah. I think it's just naivety. Yeah, I really do. I don't. I don't think for her that like, there's a big difference between oh, no. actual child abuse. I think they know what they're doing with child abuse. Yes. and I think feeding. They think, oh, I'll give it some sugar. Because it needs some sugar or it's happier with with coke or whatever Of course it is, because it's now hooked. Right? That's why what, that's what it is. So whether it's Lorraine Kelly's baby and toddler eating plan, <laughs> that was so or whether it's Lorraine Kelly's junk-free children's eating plan. Or whether it's you've even done, oh yeah, my guide for real women, you've done that as well. But I guarantee the recipes that are in that book. They are free from refined sugar. They're yes. free. Yeah, of course you know without doing
1: it. Absolutely. And that was a long time ago. Yeah. You know, it really
0: was. Would you was re- would you, ago. would you do it again? Would you do something like that again?
1: I, I probably would. I mean, I think it's, for me, it's always about the time of my life. Like, I mean, I, okay. I, you know, that was then because I, because I had a little one and that kind of makes sense then. But it is something I feel very passionate about. And, and I think we, you can make changes to your life that are so small that will change everything just by, just by cutting down. I mean, we're not, so, you know, we're not the food police. No, I know. But we're not. It's just trying to say to people, and that's what I try to do in the show, it's all about balance. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love takeaway curries and booze.
0: Yeah, what's your, your nemesis? On that front, what's your nemesis? What, what would you say? Food and drink nemesis.
1: Food and drink nemesis, um, red wine and any sort of curry. Any sort of curry. Really? Oh, I love that. I love but They're
0: healthy. Curries are healthy.
1: You can get healthy. Well, you you can't. can. If you make it yourself, if Steve makes his curries, then they're the answer. Yeah,
0: but the only reason why they're slightly unhealthy when Steve makes them, and Steve, if you're listening, I'm sure they're <laughs> lovely. Because they're gigantic! Um, it's, because, yeah, it's because It's because he <laughs> it's makes a bathful. It's in a bath. He makes it in the bath. <laughs>
1: it's a mountain. <laughs> it's, it's, it's,
0: your dinner's in the bath. <laughs> your dinner's it's in the true, dog. It's Just the But he means well. He does mean well. Of course he does. He does in fact, listen, the well. fact that
1: you've got somebody cooking for you is. He looks after me. It was only because I can't do it very much. I'm not very good.
0: I think the time is right. Have you ever had uh people like Annabelle Karma on your show? She, yes. Have you now, her? she's
1: a trailblazer. She she was on before, yeah. She
0: was. Well, she's going to be on an upcoming podcast as well. I, I had a conversation good. with her the other day. I think she's wonderful, yeah. She's I think...
1: fantastic. And years ago, she was a wee voice in the wilderness. I yes. think the first time I've interviewed her would have been probably round about when I had my baby, so that's 24 years
0: ago. Wow. And yeah, she was way ahead of the she game. She
1: really was, because people were going, oh, to be ridiculous. What are you <laughs> talking about? How silly. Have another Pringle. <laughs> it's
0: true, yeah. We're we could be doing a, a special kind of kids kind of healthy podcast at some point. Mm. But if you were to lead a, a week kind of baby led wean whatever it is a whole week on but i'd love to see that because like you said it's one of those that uh, there's so much confusion out there what you feed your kids what you do this and we're the only creatures on earth that have this problem you don't see a (laughs) koala bear going well what am i going to give the little fella it doesn't work (laughs) we're we're apparently the most educated but the thickest on the planet because you would think intuitively you know in fact actually when kate said to me are we going to do a baby weaning app or something like that i went why? Do people know how to feed their kids? Seriously? Like, I can't get my head around it. Do, surely we, people I
1: know. People are worried. It's that thing of we get more information out there than ever we had in the history of the world. And people are just overloaded and they just want the basic facts now. I think, you think people, yeah, I think people are confused.
0: They are confused. And, yeah, and that's what's nice about the wild. They don't have intellect and they don't have... Social media. They don't really. Have, <laughs> so, 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 therefore they can't be confused. They know what they're doing. Actually, on social media, one of on the final points we come to as well, you're, are you on chat, You're on Instagram and? I'm on Instagram. I do have Twitter. I don't do Twitter as much as I used to. Do you find there's two, there's a dividing, my theory is this, there's a dividing line between the two. Very much. Twitter so. is angry. Absolutely. And Instagram's lovely. Most Instagram's of the time.
1: lovely. I just put pictures of my dog on it. Lovely. And what outfit I'm wearing in the morning. And it's absolutely delightful. Whereas Twitter is horrid. It's, <laughs> it's like, toxic. It's it's like lifting up a stone, and you see all these terrible things. I mean, some of the things that Piers Morgan people say to him, oh. I would be botlegin in the comments, <laughs> sobbing. And all he does is he corrects their spelling. I can't say the things. They no, call no, no, no. they course. do begin
0: with C. Yeah, but he just man's up, up doesn't he? I'm <laughs> joking. <It's> controversial.
1: <laughs> he just he just corrects their spelling and says, "Well, what? That's fine." You know, because
0: Instagram is a relative nice place I to be, but, but also it's one of these strange places because up until Instagram or social media, um, you used to just sit and have dinner. I never knew anybody got a Kodak instant camera out and thought, no. I'll take a picture of my when avocado start salad. Pictures of food? When did, <laughs> when did this happen? Ha- no, honestly, when or did pouting? this happen? What's with a pouting? with what? a phone above your head
1: pouting into the phone I, and then they spend hours changing it and, I, and fa- faffing around with it. We
0: will look back at this stage in human mental. development and we go, how do we put a moon come full circle? <laughs> oh, <laughs> a man on the moon in 1969. And here we are in the 21st century, we're literally going, I wonder how many likes I've got for my picture of an avocado. Indeed. (laughs) We have really... We've just gone mad. (laughs) Nobody really has. But my theory is also this, is that very few people have... Because the most... A photographed image on Instagram is, is an avocado. It's extraordinary, isn't it? And that's because my theory is that people want to say, hey, look, I'm having an avocado today. I know for a fact there are people taking pictures of salads and having burger and fries. It's the Instagram version of ourselves. And the only detrimental part to Instagram really that is unfortunate, because I genuinely know it. I don't believe it. I don't get FOMO. I don't get the fear of missing out. I don't get anything. I know for most people, it's the Instagram version of their life, which indeed is all a photograph is. When people say hey, the camera never lies, it lies all the time. Because you can be in, in a horrible place and they go, right, everybody smile. Well, you yes, weren't smiling a minute ago. Exactly. So you're lying. <laughs> so the camera lies. So therefore, by definition, pe- things like, mm. things like, oh, it's the Lorraine hot phone. It's the quick, we like, that might be George Clooney. It'll, is it George Clooney? It might be George again. Come on, uh, pick it up. Know, is it George? Come on. Is it George?
1: It's not, it's, it's an alarm for me. You,
0: <laughs> you, you could have pretended to answer it. You could have just, of course you're going spinning in a minute. George. Oh, but it's okay. Actually, Listen, it's okay. did you melt when you interviewed George? Of course, <laughs> of course you do. I was going to say who was your best just, Bond, no. but that's a silly question. He, he was, Roger Moore was the best Bond. We all know.
1: Behaviour, said. Roger
0: Moore was the best oh, Bond. He was rubbish. Roger Moore rubbish. It's meant to be tongue in cheek, no, and he no, was. No, it, no, was it was meant to be like an Connery, Alan Partridge no, character. I'm sorry. And Sean no. Connery was not the best Bond. No, Roger Moore was a delight. He's do man. you think Brooke Bond? was the best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Sean Connery. I mean, if somebody said to me, who would you rather go out of an evening with Oh, um, and maybe lead to something else, would it be Roger oh. or Sean Connery? Sean,
0: wouldn't it? Sean would pick you up. And maybe Sean, lead to something else. Yeah. Marvellous. Go. Do you have a list, by the way? Do you and your husband have a list? No. You but, do. But, in my head, you, but <laughs> for me, it's always going to be Mr Spock. Spock is on your li- He's your number one on your laminated list. Of course. Mr Spock. Yes. Is that because you can grab onto his ears?
1: No, it's just, you know, it's just incredibly attractive. And underneath that logical exterior, there is molten lava.
0: You're going, aren't you, to NASA? I am. Hang on, you're doing something. I'm going to be an astronaut. You're going to be an astronaut?
1: No, that's a lie. I'm going to train as an astronaut. I'm going to do astronaut training. So that should every other astronaut be involved in a hideous accident? And and they've got, like, you know, they go down the list... (laughs) <laughs> it's like designated survivor. I'll be designated astronaut.
0: So you've interviewed Tim Peaks, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was on a Love table them. once with him at the Pride of Britain Awards. Wow. Tim Peaks, and I didn't know how to speak to him. I'll be honest with you. I was like, know. what do you do for the No I'm from Peckham? <laughs> said, what do you do? I'm a plumber mate. Yeah, boy. I, I, saw it out. I had no idea that it, and he went, Oh, I'm an astronaut. It's I thought, so I have no idea what to do with <laughs> that. I sat, there and I thought, normally I can have a conversation with anybody. <laughs> I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> You're an astronaut. I mean, and also the thing is, if you get to the moon, did did you did you find when you interview Buzz Aldrin, by the way, Lorraine Kelly interviewed Buzz <laughs> Aldrin, the man that walked on the moon, not the first one, but the second but one. The second. Um, I heard they got quite depressed
1: when they came back down. Yeah, they did. They had a lot of problems. They did a lot, <laughs> lot of problems. Buzz had a lot of problems with booze and stuff, but he overcame it. He did really. Well. But isn't it hard? I mean, but because of
0: it course would, it, would it would. Listen, if you most you people, see it on the earth, well, it's bothering. not only that, is it? I think it's like we all are growing constantly every day. We all look to push and grow. That's just a human trait. That's right. what we want to do. My theory is this: if you reach the pinnacle of anything you can do, you have now stood on the moon. You come down. There's nothing else. That's it, isn't it? You're right. Well, I, now Mars is on the horizon Mars now, but but that's that's. I was going to say that's Mars off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever. I would love to think it will happen, but I don't know. Just, what about you? How long is Lorraine going to go on for? Oh, Jason! And are you as glad as well. this week, as we're speaking about this now, as we're talking right yeah. now? Okay, you got to bear in mind, Christine Bleakley's trying to steal your thunder. <laughs> no, listen. that's the joy of Christine doing the show because why? It's because she, she's so bad; she makes you look no, good. She's, no, she's fantastic. <laughs> I'm joking, Christine. I was joking. I was joking. But
1: she she loves coming in and doing like a week here and there. She doesn't yeah. want to do it all the no, time. No, she doesn't. So does it's she? great, and she's brilliant, and she's up. She is everything you see.
0: I met her once. She really is beautiful. Adorable. She actually is, Absolutely. again, you know, so there's you no know, pretense there
1: at all. I'll just keep doing it as long as people want to watch.
0: Cause it wasn't always called Lorraine, of course. Oh, it's called loads of things. I, it's had many different changes over the years. But it's now found its wonderful form, has it? It's
1: great. We're doing better than we've done for years since about 2012 and it's, it's remarkable. Obviously, I think GMB is helping us because yeah. Piers has kind of reinvented breakfast Television. I completely telling. agree. And love him or hate him, you watch him.
0: I love him <laughs> you know, you I do. do I think you he's good sc- you watch he's him hilarious.
1: Yeah. he's hilarious what I love about Piers is you can say anything you like to him yes you can be as rude funny I mean hopefully I'm rude and funny not just rude but you can be really funny and rude with him and he doesn't mind yeah. the rudder you are the better he's got something. the courage
0: of his conviction so um, they- well listen I know you've got a spinning class to get to I have I know and so therefore we will wrap up baby it's only Lorraine Kelly everybody on the Jason Moll podcast looking forward to everything coming up thank you very much Lorraine Kelly again come on